to some level. No, that but, really isn't. You know, you, you know really need to think about, you know, deep impact though. You really need to think about those deep connections because while at the beginning, it's okay to kind of get out there and meet people and you should start to narrow that in ideally. And I think where the problem arises with new business owners is that they don't narrow. You should be kind of using that to figure out where your people are, where your people are not, using that to practice on crafting your voice, using that to practice on, you know, kind of who your ideal target market actually is. Yeah. Yeah. See, where I actually take it a little bit even further, where it's learning to view every person that you're speaking to uh, as multiple opportunities. This person could play one or more role in your professional success, where the majority of people go into networking or connection or whatever the case may be with the thought that, are you my client? You're not my client. Get out of my way. Yeah. But the reality is every single person you meet can contribute highly to your success long term. As, as professionals, we have four objectives. And this is not eight. This is four. Uh, <laughs> four objectives that we need on a consistent basis for that long-term success. We need to establish and maintain relationships. We need to spot and leverage new opportunities. We need to attract mentors and collaboration partners so we can get into larger rooms. And we need a measurable action plan so we are productive, not busy. So we manage our frustrations and celebrate our successes, which means you are taking four different objectives into different environments and using skills to locate those clients, referral partners, collaborators, mentors, resources. So every single person that you meet at these events or just in your daily business activities have the opportunity to play more than one role of that. I mean, have you ever thought about when you're engaged with a client that this client might actually also be a resource for another client? Absolutely. A great referral partner. Because if your client loves you, you want them to be a raving fan because they're talking about other people. So walking into situations with, uh, with, with almost a blind intention is actually making it harder. So when you are discussing things with people, this person, if they're not a client, okay, they're not a client. But do they know your client? Can they yeah. to a client? Can they be a resource to an existing client so they stay a client? It really is about bringing intention and skill to every professional interaction. And that isn't just at these random events, but here's a question just for the people listening now or in the future. When you do go to those random networking events, put on by like a chamber of commerce or something like that, and you get 15 business cards, what do you do with them? The majority of professionals do nothing. <laughs> I'm on that list because I was like, actually, I just recycled a bunch that I had in baggies. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, if you're gonna, if you're going to do the activity of networking, go in with an intention and a plan for what you have to do after. So, at the very least, it was a good use of your time, not yeah. just I stood on the street corner and I yelled, "Who wants my stuff?" and nobody <laughs> answered. Absolutely. Well, Don't and do that. I know we were talking before we went live that. I'm sure you've been in those that it seems like that's the entire vibe of the whole group. And it's nothing about the group itself. I think people accidentally get stuck in this rut. It's not on purpose. It's not like they're just intending to go and like say they're really boring 30 second commercial and, you know, throw people their business cards, but it ends up happening and it's actually miserable. 
um, yes. on the other end of that. And, you know, and, and nobody wants to do it either. Nobody wants to do it. They'll just show up and, because they think they have to. They say the stuff that they think they have to say, and they're not really making the connections. They're getting the business cards, a lot of times the same business cards week after week. And again, they're not what you said earlier, they're not making that plan ahead of time. Okay, what's the goal for this? And I think that is a huge yes. part of that because it changes oh, everything. Everything. Uh, I'm a big analogy person. So if you hear me say a lot of different analogies, it's because I find analogies are a really nice way to translate sometimes complicated or overwhelming thoughts or ideas. And, uh, and one of the things that you mentioned is the lack of attention. Yeah. Most people, they, they'll join a chamber, they'll join an association, they'll join a referral system, they'll join these organizations because they have pledged, if you join and attend, you will succeed. But the reality is, is these organizations, these, you know, are very much like gyms. They tell you if you join a gym, you're going to lose 50 pounds, but nobody shows you how to use the equipment. Nobody helps you find success. So you go every single day and you didn't lose any weight. Same thing with chambers, same thing with associations, same thing with referral systems. Joining is not going to guarantee success. Knowing how to take advantage of that opportunity is. And those organizations are not responsible for teaching you how to use them. They are just creating the environment. Once again, like a gym. Like a gym. They've created the environment where the treadmills and the weights are, but if you don't know how to use the treadmill or the weights, that's that's not on them. But that's actually on me. That's what I, that's what I teach, it's what I coach. How do you take advantage of the opportunities you have already said yes to, have already chosen to surround yourself by? And you're right, that intent is a big thing. It's really good for the introvert because it gives them a goal. Once they reach the goal, they get to go home. Hello. <laughs> and it's really good for the extrovert because it keeps them focused. There is no prize for being the last person to leave a networking event. Yeah. There is, or, but there is a prize for being effective and intentional with the people you talk with and follow up with. A lot of my clients, we just do something as simple for, for random networking events. We do something as simple as I want you to talk to enough people so that when you reach out to them later, you will have five conversations. So if every time you went to a networking event, you left knowing that you were going to have five follow-up conversations, wouldn't that make that two hours worth time? Absolutely. Uh, for, me, for me, I only attend one, maybe two events a month because I don't need 47 conversations every month. If I don't give myself the time to follow up with what I've created, yeah. Then why why did I even start? Absolutely. So so intentional, like you said, it really is. You bring that intent in. You reverse engineer the results. I want to have five conversations after this. So you are measuring the conversations that you are having at this event by what is the likelihood of a you want to talk to them again because that is something I coach too. You want to make sure that this person is worth being in your network, and b them saying yes to a follow up conversation. So I'll sometimes end up at an event, I'll talk to 12 people until I feel confident that five will respond to an email. Because again, as we said earlier, people collect the business cards and do nothing with them. That means people who took your card may not answer when you reach out to them. How to do this intentionally effectively. Well, and I think that I think that's a huge part of that. And I like what you said earlier, it's stuck in my head about 
you you don't go to all of the events now that you've limited it and that's gonna that was a big thing for me because mm -hmm. uh, therefore a lot longer than i needed to be going to them i was going to them out of a habit which helped build my business but then it became actually a hindrance yes. to my business. And it was like trying to figure out, okay, well, which things do I pull away from? Because you know how it is when you get very involved to some of these, it is really hard to get uninvolved. So, yeah. you know, for me, that was a big thing. And mm -hmm. then COVID hit and then I didn't have to go anywhere. And then <laughs> that became really nice. And now it's been the opposite problem. I'm making myself go out again and to do some of these things because my business is established at this point however you still have to have new things exactly so to keep the pedaling that's a huge part of that and i think mm -hmm. depending on where you know listeners you are at right now if you're just starting out or you've been in business for a while it could be like one end of the spectrum or the other where your problem is but i think a lot of these things we've been talking about are great to remember even if you are a seasoned networker and I, I strongly believe in networking. That's been what's built my entire business. Every business that I've have has been from networking. And so, I mean, I can't say enough things about that. I, I do want to talk about, I, we met because of a test that I took of yours. Oh, my and assessment. I, I wanted to kind of bring that up. <laughs> I think that is very important to understand, to understand a little bit about yourself because I was kind of, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Some of the stuff that I seen, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And some I was like, oh, okay. But it gives you kind of another, I guess, look at like kind of who you are, why you do what you do and all of that, which I find super interesting. I do want you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I mentioned those four objectives, those four objectives I translate into the landscapes and that is uh, relationship building and maintenance farming practice, spotting and leveraging new opportunities, foraging, um, mentors and collaboration partners for strategic growth, fishing, and a measurable action plan. I don't think anyone's surprised when I say hunting. Yeah. So I, I translate them through these nature references because we, we do recognize the difference between farming, foraging, fishing, and hunting. But the other way to look at it is it actually, each one of those landscapes has a preferred way of connecting with people that you like. Farmers like, they're usually more introverted and customer service focused. They like repetitive. They like seeing the same people on a consistent basis. They don't like random. They don't like strangers. They don't like having to make small talk. So they like a very specific type of connecting and a different, uh, different results come from it. The forager, people who are strong in that, is they're very social. They're very outgoing. I am a strong forager. You know, there are people that they they are friendly, outgoing, they make friends usually. They're not afraid to talk about themselves. They're not afraid to ask other questions. Um, the fisher is someone who is actually very strategic and intentional. They don't like, they don't connect without reason. If they're connecting with you, they see something of value to both of you in that. And then uh, the, the hunter is usually very analytical. Sometimes they get caught in paralysis by analysis and they get frustrated really easily. And you are a blend of these four styles. And often how those four styles overlap tells how you like to connect, what causes frustration and where you accelerate. And the best thing about really good assessments, including the landscape assessment, is it gives you awareness. When you are aware, it also gives you control. So if you are someone who knows that 
you you like taking care of your clients, you like being a resource, you like seeing them over and over again, I can usually predict what you do for a living or uh, how you like to be parts of chambers. So what's really nice about it is it will also help you be strategic and intentional with what activities you do focus on. Where are you or your employees going to thrive the fastest? Please do not put your, your introvert in a chamber and tell them to go to 17 things a week. They are hating it, they are dying inside. Uh, <laughs> please do not tell your over ambitious extrovert to go see the same 15 people every week. They're gonna hate it. So, but you can put them in a position where they accelerate quickly. And I, what I also really love, this is a weird thing to love, that it will show where you are weak. So you can take better control of that. If you are all about making the friends, but they're not converting to clients, you're missing a step and now you can see it so you can overcome it. If you are really, uh, really analytical and you have this action plan and you went once and God damn it, you didn't make a million dollars, you're never going again, this will help you temper that. Um, the foraging or the, the, the fishing landscape, that's strategic growth. It will help you decide where you need to go so you can meet those people that you're not gonna run into at other places. It is, I mean, I took it myself. This is my proprietary landscape. And I took it and I went, I'll be damned. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly why that type of situation frustrates the crap out of me. And that's why I love doing that. Uh, I am the primary organizer of an annual golf event. And the reason why I do this golf event is because it is a strategic growth tool. But the month leading up to it, I was spending a lot of hands-on time with... Uh, with people it this i hope they're not listening <laughs> petty things like why are you bothering me with this because <laughs> because honestly i'm not a, i'm not a hand holder i will stand with you i will walk with you but i am not going to hold your hand and yeah. i realized that week of the event if i had just reviewed my own landscapes i would have went well son of a gun because i am being forced to operate outside of my natural instincts. That's why I'm frustrated. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm upset. If I had had that awareness even just two weeks earlier, and I'm the expert at this, I think it would have really changed how I handled those unexpected, that extra work, that necessity. There's a lot of power from this simple 10 section assessment. And, and I'm super tickled that you, yeah, I remember your email when you, when you got yeah. the results, you were, that was fantastic. Yeah. So thank you for that. I can, yeah. It was, it was, it was really, it was really eye opening. And I know, I, of course, my brain goes all over the place. I was like, I wonder if it would be a little different. I took it and like, cause I feel like I have, I think like lots of people, I have different seasons on where I'm at. Hmm. Sometimes I'm more willing to hold your hand a little bit more. And sometimes I have zero desire to do so. <laughs> and I wonder, I've actually thought about this, if I took it in different seasons of mm. you know, my life, how that would change. And maybe a little, I don't know. But you know, it is a great, it's a great opportunity to kind of look and say, okay, well, this kind of needs to be like you said, a, like a, an area of opportunity to kind of look and say, okay, is this something I need to look at a little more? 
or, you know, maybe or maybe not. Because, I mean, obviously, you don't want to try to overhaul your entire personality. However, there may be some areas that you kind of can point out. It, it really helps me a lot. I was trying to find my assessment because I was going to bring it up on screen, but I can't find it. But I was trying to find it without, like, like completely sobbing the entire show. I should have had it brought out, but I didn't. But I, I actually, that is one of the things when we talked about the intent, when you go to mm -hmm. events, my clients and I will talk about what landscape are you working in? Yes. Because because you can go to a random chamber event, but if you realize that you know 90% of the people in the room, it's not a foraging event for you. Now yep. it's a farming event. You're retouching base with people. You're adding another layer. You're deepening relationships. So once again, still not a waste of time. So yeah. yeah, so we talk about when we talk about the intent, your intent, your intent is not just how many people you want to talk to or how many cards you want to collect. It's what what are you seeking? Yeah, what's clients, the referral partners, associates, right? So because there are multiple things. So uh, once again, that intent gives you control and makes what you choose to do more beneficial for you in multiple ways. Yeah, I, I mean, I find that really interesting because I know for me that was the part it was that repetitive the same commercial the same people the same and who after a while i was just like okay i can't I can't do this anymore, you know, and it, I think for a lot of people who kind of have that bad taste in their mouth from networking, I, I always encourage them to go out and keep trying it again, because mm -hmm. they're all not like that. And even the same ones, I've been, you know, to some of them again here and there, they've changed because people turn over, things change. I think like anything else, you get in a rut sometimes. And sometimes all it takes is a few people kind of going, eh. Maybe I need to take a break on this and kind of move it on for a little while. And that kind of is enough to sometimes cause that change that needs to happen where things start running a little differently. And, you know, all networking isn't good networking for sure, but it is definitely important to go out there and keep trying again and not yeah. kind of lump it all under the same thing. And I'm sure you've run into people going, oh, I tried networking and that doesn't work. And I'm like, so you've tried every networking opportunity that's out there. <laughs> exactly. And once again, if, if it's not working, it's because you're participating in an activity, you're not focused on the connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because the reality is we all know this, this is a well-established fact. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. How do you think you get to know them? They're not showing up at your, your front door knocking. You've gone out, you've made a connection. Something happened because of it. Um, and, and, uh, that's actually, you also reminded me, I told someone recently that this is not about making friends. That's another reason why people get tired of networking because it turns into socializing on the clock. Yeah. There are people who participate in chambers that their sole job is to just be the face of their business. They're not the owners. They're not the sales reps. They're the marketing team. Mm -hmm. They're the, 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 uh, ground force team. They're the community representative. Their job is just to be seen. They're the Vanna Whites of their business. So it's easy to get caught up in that um, socializing. I'm, I'm, I'm just socializing when, no, you're not here to make friends. You're here to find clients. Clients will become friends. But if you go into networking events and you do find yourself also, that's also another way to help help deal with that. Because you're yeah. right, Maria. It's very frustrating when you find yourself. This is my fourth event today. It's the same people at every single event. And half of them are here because this is them accomplishing their job where I need more. I need customers. I need clients. I need resources. I need introductions. 
give yourself control and don't go to all four. Let's start with that one. Ugh, if yeah. you're going to see the same people all day long, was that an effective use of your time? Yeah. It's not about making friends. It's about growing your business. Friends come my very best friends. I have an inner circle. I call them the core four. That's what we call ourselves. There's four of us. All three of them started out as clients. Yep. A decade later, they are my boardroom. These are the women that I go to and say, I am dealing with this and they will give me all of the perspectives, but they didn't start out as my friends. They started out, matter of fact, they're all still clients. Mm -hmm. FYI, they're all still paying clients, even though I, they that are- That was going friends. to be my next thing. That was going to be my next thing that I kind of brought up because I think that's a, a good point to hit on because I see that happen a lot, especially like you said, you go in and especially if you are you know, friendly and the person you're meeting is also friendly. You become friends pretty quickly with people. That becomes kind of an imbalance that I've seen happen. And I've, I'll be honest, I've allowed it to happen to a certain extent myself before, before I caught it. Ah, 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 because, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, when you are dealing with your friends, it's easy to go like, well, it's not a big deal. And I'm not talking about picking up the lunch check or something like that. I'm talking about, you know, if it is, your job, your business, you should be paid for your job in your business. Even if you're mm -hmm. paying them for their job in their business right back, you're exchanging exactly. the dollars back and forth. It's still a good idea to do that. And, you know, I see it happen way too often mm -hmm. that it ends up becoming this thing that comes between friendships because, you know, it's it's not something that you want to feel like you have to do if you decide to right. get yeah. Right, right, right. Or the disbalance comes from, um, I'm not, I'm not making my expenses anymore and yep. you are still yep. expecting me to. Yeah. Yep. No, no, no. We, we do, we have value. We have benefits. And frankly, like you said, this is, this is how we pay our bills. Yep. So exchange the dollars instead of just canceling it out. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, I think those are really, really great points to make. I know for people that are probably like, okay, where do I find this assessment can you kind of share that and like what they would need to do to be able to take it i um well i have my website wendycaverly.com I, I try to make it simple i have a couple different businesses they all have the same focus which is connection but what's what do they have in common you yeah <laughs> so right so <laughs> wendycaverly.com and uh there is a free version of the assessment that they can take and it does come with the with the results in the general definition sheet but I also do offer an in-depth custom report. It actually is a Venn diagram. It's not just four quadrants. It's how those quadrants overlap and what it says about you as a personality. It talks about now. It talks about the future. I recently did one for um, a business owner who was getting ready to start hiring employees. And we had already highlighted how this was going to be a challenge. They don't know how to give up that control. And they were going to have to choose what to give up and what to what to hand over. And that comes with a custom video that is a five page report. Um, it takes me hours, but it's that specific. Oh, it takes me five hours at least because it is that customizable. It is 100% for you. There is a price tag with that. I don't know if I should mention that, but there's a price tag. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, there's there's a price there is a there is a price tag of that. But once again, you're paying for my expertise, you're paying for my time. And what I really love about it is it is enough of a resource. Not everybody needs coaching. Not everybody wants to be a part of a six month program or a 12 month program. You, there's a lot of people like me. I need the awareness. I yep. need the advice and I need the direction. Yep. Yep. Give and me a map. Tell me where I need to go. Tell me what I need to bring. And I'm that good. That is so funny that yep. you said map because I yep. refer to this as the Atlas. Yep. It is it is a map. And and another service that I do that's a standalone is networking activity review. You were mentioning that too. I, I literally will, you tell me everything you're doing. I will do a custom deep dive. What are you missing? What should you do? What should you not do? What's worth your time? Again, standalone. Sometimes people don't know. Oh, you don't. Why are you a member of five chambers? Yeah. <laughs> Let's check. Oh, okay. They actually are beneficial to you. Or, oh, no, maybe you could scale back here and here. Who are you trying to meet? Those people are not there. Okay, you're trying to meet this guy, but you can't meet him. But guess what? The guy who works with him is right there. Why don't you talk to him? So, so that on, honestly, that's probably one of the things. My goal is for my my clients, my customers, my, my whoever's to uh, learn the skill and go off on their own. I, I don't want to create dependence. You do not need me because I'm not a handholder. I don't want you to need me to keep moving down the road. I want to give you the skills, the awareness, the answers, the strategies, whatever you need so that you can continue this process for years to come on your own. Absolutely. So that comes in a variety of forms. So I, I, it's, I'm curious how close our, uh, I'll have to look, I was, I'm curious how close our results are because I'm the same way. Like even with my marketing consulting, I don't want to work with you for a year to, I don't mm -hmm. like, I want to tell you what you need to do. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you don't need to do. Here's your target focus. You go do it. Give me a call back. If something's not working, I don't want to do that all because it's not a good use of your money. It's not a good use of my time. It's better off if I just like give you the parameters and send you on your way. So I love that you said that because there's nothing wrong. I'm a big believer in coaching. I've had coaches. I just like do better. Like you said with, uh, okay, you know, Maria, here's where you're screwing up. Here's what you don't need to do. Here's what you do need to do. High five, check yeah. back with me in a few months. Let me know how it's going. That's what I need. I don't do yeah. well oh. with the whole let's meet every week and have the same conversation. And I don't do well with that. And I think you know, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, yeah, and there's even uh, even I can actually often tell what they need from their results. Yeah, uh, you know, starting this year, I actually am starting a uh, a facilitated introduction service because there are people out there that their landscapes they don't have the patience for. I have to go to this event for the next six months before I can talk serious. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't have. The, they want the relationships. They're going to maintain them. They're going to be. A, they're a great professional to be connected to. They don't have the patience for it. And, and I can see it in their landscape. So, so to, I'm going to facilitate introductions for them. And, um, and since I'm, I'm not, it's not appointment setting. Yeah. It's not a sales call. I am literally going to say, this person can do this, this, and this for you. You can do this, this, and this for them. They want to take you matchmaker. to dinner. Are you agreeable? You're a matchmaker. Matchmaker. I love yes. connection, but on the business realm. <laughs> Ex exactly. So, yeah. So there's, there's so, there's, there's, but we all know this is the value. And actually, it's so funny. I actually had a conversation with someone over Christmas where um, this is a cart and a horse situation. People mm -hmm. focus on sales and marketing, but that's the cart. Yep. And it looks good, but it doesn't go anywhere unless you're pushing it 
or you can get networking connection training. That's your horse. That horse will pull all the rest of it for the rest of your life. And, and not to offend anybody who is a sales or marketing coach, you can ride the horse without the cart if you needed to. I tell people that I am, I do do that. And I'll say, you don't need me. This is what you need to do. I turn away more potential clients that I take on because not everybody really needs it. You know, they'll, they'll call me wanting to do this, that, or the other. I'm like, you don't really, I look at their stuff. You don't really need that. You don't really need to do that. This is what you need to do, you know? And, you know, I think that is a huge thing to remember also when you're networking, because I, another kind of, you know, thing that I've seen happen in networking is everyone trying to sell to every single person that's in that God room, even though you go in goodness, because it's like that. It's the old school way of selling where you're going to want, you're going to miss out if you don't get this. And I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. it's that old school way of selling that honestly, for a lot of people, including myself, even if I needed it and it was going to change my life, I won't get it after you do that. <laughs> Not after you. No, there's no, no. Yeah. We talk about, we talk about that too. How do you, the point of the networking event yeah. or the first conversation is the next conversation. Absolutely. And if you, if you start with the sales pitch, we, okay. LinkedIn. Hello. Oh my gosh. I, I, I've literally done workshops on dealing with digital door knockers, which is what I call those people that drop into your DMS with the, the sales pitch, and then they get angry if you countersell, which is actually my favorite way to handle them. Yeah, me too. Hey, I can help you connect better effectively, blah, 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 right? right? So nobody likes them. So, so don't be that person at the events, but how do you right. not be that person and still move towards your goal? Okay, strategy and scope. Get a hold of Wendy and then she can walk you through because I'm telling you, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny how because if you sit back and watch, because toward my end of me going to a lot of the networking stuff, I would just sit back and just kind of watch. It's a whole different world sitting back and watching what goes on. It's um, it's almost like being the only sober person at the party, right? It's like you're sitting back and just watching, like, oh my gosh, it just gives you a whole different perspective. And I I understood why so many people were against networking because that's all they've probably seen is that not so good side. Now, I am promising you it's not all like that. There are wonderful networking opportunities. There's wonderful ways to network. Mm -hmm. And if you're confused about where to start with that, definitely in touch with Wendy. And I'm gonna go ahead and start wrapping this up. I don't know if there's anything that you want to leave our listeners because I know we kind of went through the whole full gamut of, you know, networking and talking about your own personalities and kind of, you know, a little bit of that. But I don't know if there's anything you wanted to leave them with. If there is one question that you can ask any person in any conversation, ask them, what do they need right now? Because that usually opens the door to them telling you, if you say, how can I help? They don't always know because they don't know you. They don't know who you know. They don't know what you know. But if you ask them what they need, they'll usually pour it out. Oh my gosh, I need a million dollars, a two week vacation and a back massage, right? And you you can become their superhero by providing them with what they need without the expectation of it in return. So you can start a whole new conversation just by saying, what do you need right now? I love that, that's perfect. Great advice. I was so excited to be able to have Wendy on here today. As soon as I got my assessment back, I was like, hey, you need to be on my show because I knew all of my listeners would love to take the assessment, kind of find out a little bit more about what you do. So thank you today for being on here today, Wendy. I, 
I loved it. And sure. if, if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about Wendy, if you're listening to this on our podcast, the links to her website will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this live, this will be airing here soon. You'll be able to check it out, but I'll make sure and pop the link into the comments section on, you know, on the chat here. So again, thank you so much for being on today. My pleasure. My pleasure. I love and happy new year. Too. Happy <laughs> new year. Yes. Go crush it early. Absolutely. <laughs> Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights 